Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Talk Theory. Um, happy news, folks. Fantasy Island is back. We air tonight, 9 PST. So if you um need to catch up or have a little refresher, I definitely suggest that you go on to Hulu. Okay. And watch back the last episode. And yeah, other than that, I shall see you tonight. That's exciting. I miss Fantasy Island. We missed you guys. Um, yeah, so thanks again. Guys, I've had a lot of sugar today, so I'm going to be a little bouncing off the walls. <laughs> Already this is starting off hectic. Okay, thank you for tuning in. Um, so let's get into today's topic. I will say that this episode is primarily for actors, but you now feel free to listen if you're curious, but also, you know, it could apply just about to anyone in a situation where they're looking for a particular outcome when it comes to career or job. Um, yeah, so let's just get into it. Acting is very, <laughs> it's an interesting industry, uh, to get into for many reasons. Um, you know, the hours are all over and there's no real knowing of when and where and having to be available at the drop of a hat <laughs> and the ups and downs of booking and not booking, all those things and just knowing when to release control and not, not feel like you need to try so hard. Really just all of that combined and I just yeah I feel like it, it's nice to kind of speak on this um so if you've been wanting to feel a little grounded um and been in your head about stuff like I got you on this um especially because I feel like actors we're really our own worst critics you know we like put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect but as we all know, perfection doesn't exist. And so there's a whole mental side of this that we really have to combat with. Um, and first off, I think we should discuss like the auditioning process. I've brought this up before because if you're not in the industry, it's really difficult to understand or wrap your head around how many auditions actors do on average. And realizing that we don't have a classic nine to five kind of job. And whereas you would go out and do a couple interviews and then have someone hire you off of that one interview, there are so many things within an audition that can determine you getting that role, right? It's There's so much more that ends up going into... <laughs> And I'm not saying that any, any, you know, any job is more hard than the other or whatever, but there's just different qualities in different career paths. 
that I'm sure there's things that I won't wouldn't understand in like a corporate certain setting, right? Like your regular nine to fives versus a more artistic space. Um, but I'm just giving information because I think like I've even had my dad or parents be concerned like, geez, I mean, you're going out on a lot of stuff. Like, are you, <laughs> what's going on? And it's like, it's just part of the process. Like every actor has been through it. Um, honestly, if you could put together all the audition tapes actors have done, you know, compared to how many roles that they've actually booked, it, it would be insane. It would be insane numbers. Therefore, it's just, it's completely normal to be auditioning back to back. And I will also say this landing an audition at all to get the audition is a triumph in itself. You know, there's a whole submission process with auditions and usually a casting house gives approval to submissions and then out of who they've approved, they look at those auditions and start narrowing it down. And so just because you didn't hear back or never got feedback doesn't always mean that you didn't make it far. And even in some cases, you know, because with everything being via self-tape, your tape could literally be going so, so far without you ever knowing. And I just want to say that because I know a lot of actors, including myself in the past for sure, would become discouraged because you would prep super well for a role and you know the the tape was great your your team loved it you loved it and it's like crickets crickets you're like okay <laughs> um don't know what happened um you know but the whole self tape thing has changed a lot of stuff and so really you could have made it in like the top 5 but just were never told because it's not like going into a room anymore. You know, a, a casting director could literally send your tape straight to producers and you've essentially had this producer's meeting with a producer, but you weren't there. Whereas when we were auditioning in person, if, you know, yeah, they could show the producer the tape, but it made more sense to just set a whole separate meeting and do this thing, right? So there was a little more effort and steps, whereas sending, you know, a clip really quickly can go a long way. And so, I don't know, I've just been learning within the audition space to just let go more, have some fun. When you're so locked in on making the best audition you just, you don't take any risks. You you don't really feel motivated in the moment to try anything different or fun. And at the end of the day, with these auditions or meetings, casting wants you to be you. <laughs> That's kind of like the whole thing about this and, and good reminder to have is that they want to book you. They want you to be the one. You know, I, I think that taking casting off the pedestal of the the whole like, oh, the almighties, the great almighties, knowing that 
they are also searching for someone to fulfill this thing. They need you in order to fulfill their own job requirement and responsibilities to studios and production companies. And I just think remembering that and giving them also some human qualities just kind of kills all that nervous and desperate energy, which in itself, guys, will totally push away these possible great moments. You know, no one likes to feel that kind of energy. People in general like to be around confident, kind, and warm people. So if you can tape for something and just have fun with it rather than putting so much pressure on yourself, you know, like why not loosen up a little bit? And I heard an acting coach say this to a student the other day pertaining to committing to a scene and just really going for it. And essentially, you know, she was doing this monologue and it was very interesting and intriguing, but she would like get self-conscious within the monologue and come back and, you know, the teacher was like, no, just stay in it, stay in it, commit, commit. And basically the teacher was trying to tell her that you're so much more interesting when you commit to whatever it is that you're doing and just fully believe like, I want to watch every second of that because I'm intrigued by that. But the moment you become conscious and start watching yourself, that was another note I actually got from a director when I was on fantasy Island for the season one. Um, and Adam Kane, who's great. And he just kind of had this moment with me, you know, is my first, you know, pilot situation that I'd gone out for Fantasy Island and being, you know, number two on a call sheet, it comes with responsibility and you want to do a good job. And there was a particular scene that I was having a hard time with and just didn't feel like it was connecting. And he kind of just was like, like, look, you know what you need to do. Just have fun. You know, he was the one that was like, you need to let, let loose a little bit. Let go. And so we did a few takes, and I just went, okay, you know what? Whatever at this point, right? And at the end, I just remember going, hey, was that any good? Like, you know, we talked after we wrapped. I'm like, I just don't know how I felt about that scene, man. And he was like, what are you talking about? That was great. And I was like, are you sure? And he goes, Kiara, the only reason why you think that it wasn't good is because you stop watching yourself as an actor. You stop thinking, okay, I'm going to do this in this moment or whatever. You were present, right? So like you couldn't tell what you were doing were good. And he said, that's the best place to be as an actor because you're not overthinking. You're, that means you're immersed in the scene and you feel free. And so he's like, the fact that you're questioning it already shows that you weren't in your head about it. So that was like a good learning lesson for sure. And this moment with this teacher was a nice reminder of that, of like, you know, she was saying, yeah, you might not necessarily get like, do whatever you do on tape or in the audition experience on the day, right? But sometimes because there's so much mass with the with the content tapes and auditions, you got to do something 
that is true to you and that trueness seriously it, it grabs people's attention because you're not trying to fit yourself into a square right or into a little box yeah they give you the character breakdown have fun with that but then also just bring you and that's where you're going to get the difference so it's not just like you're reading words off of a page um so that that's that on that but um you know just don't be afraid to be you and essentially trust your gut on what feels right you know there's no real way of knowing what exactly these people are looking for sometimes they don't even know honestly and truly so you know the best that you can do is to prepare to the best of your capabilities capabilities prepare having some fun letting it go you know that's really all you can do. This is the one industry where there's not a ton of rhyme or reason involved. You know, just because you didn't get a role doesn't mean that you're a bad actor. You really do have to have so much belief in yourself and trust that the right roles always find you. Always find you. You always get the best re- you always get the best roles just for you. You always get these roles at the perfect time. And this isn't me saying to not want the job, by the way. It makes complete sense why you want the job, right? Booking work is great. We love booking work. But you, but you have to draw a line when it comes to measuring your self-worth based on booking work. These are two separate things. And I know this can be difficult when you're submitting over and over again to be given, you know, a no or a yes or even a maybe so that you can work. And I just feel like the first thing that helps when it comes to killing that anxious mind or freeing that anxious mind, I should say, with auditioning is really the prep. And so when you feel well prepped, you can honestly just be and know that you put your absolute best foot forward. So this can pertain to any research within the actual role itself, script analysts. Perhaps you're feeling a little dusty with your acting so you get back into a class. Whatever it may be that will get you feeling confident and that is key. Confidence helps book roles like no other. (laughs) But also, I will say, confidence helps you lead a room. Even if you don't book, book the role, you will book a room. People will remember you. You will keep getting asked by the same casting directors because they're wanting to, you know, put you in in because they see it and they're just waiting for that perfect one so you know it's great to see the same casting director's name pop up a few times for you that's great um but you want to feel like you can lead a room and you can deliver yourself with with a feeling of groundedness so do some positive mental health check-ins to see 
how you've been talking about yourself, how you've been talking about your work, because if you're always talking down on you and your ability abilities, that energy is going to stick around and that's a very difficult energy to attract with. So do what you got to do in this space as well to feel more present and not all consumed by negative thoughts. Okay, perhaps you start meditating, journaling, even going to therapy, something where you can make sure you have a healthy mindset happening and you'll just be surprised how affecting self-talk can be. You know, what you think and say the most really does reflect outwardly around you. So it's, it's good to do a little maintenance every once in a while. Along the same vein, I just, I want to quickly discuss the competitive nature of this business. It sometimes can feel like we're all being pinned against each other. And so I think it's easy to view others as competition or even negatively. But let me tell you something. Holding resentment towards someone for booking work is an absolute waste of time and energy. First off, it doesn't change the fact that they booked a job, right? Like it's already theirs. So, you know, well, nothing's changing. And that energy in itself is so draining, sad, and negative. Jealousy and resentment is such a low vibration and that honestly only backfires onto you because you keep exuding that same energy over and over again anytime you see someone get booked, which just prolongs your journey and like unnecessary, right? And I will say this, jealousy is normal. It's actually a normal thing, folks. It happens. I've definitely been jealous of others before, for sure. We all have. But that's why I can speak from experience and tell you it's a waste of time, you know? Being jealous or negative towards someone's success will not move you any further or closer to your goals. In fact, it might set you back a few steps. So how I've learned to even combat any of those feelings is first recognize where those feelings are coming from. I see definitely a space of fear and lack. This really specific old fear story that there's not enough to go around because if you really believed, right? If you really believed you would get your moment, you wouldn't really care about someone getting theirs now because you know you're also getting yours. So what do you care? You know, it's it's very, it's child in us, right? Where it's like, (laughs) you see your sibling or something, or a friend or whatever, and they have an ice cream lollipop when you're a kid, and you're like, well, I don't love that they have that. And as soon as like someone brings you an ice cream or lollipop, you're like, oh, you don't care anymore. (laughs) And that's the thing, right? So like, if you really believe that you'll get your sweet treat, 
you're not really checking on others like that. It's, it, it, it's not, you know, a big deal to you. Um, so just checking that first and breaking down your reasoning will immediately help break that initial twinge or negative feeling. And then you're going to do some mental maintenance. Rework those thoughts in your head, you know, view seeing something that someone has that you want. Just see that as proof that you can have it too. Proof that you can also get that shot. You can also have that moment. You you have to retrain your brain to have this outlook. This will help keep momentum going in the direction you actually want it to go. And I also want to discuss when you actually get the job. There's a lot that goes into this. You know, I'm not going to lie, the call is fabulous. Everyone loves getting the call. It's 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 a moment and it's so much fun. You know, receiving the news is such a special thing. Getting to set, seeing your trailer, meeting the cast, working with hair and makeup, talking with the writers. It's going to fittings. It's all so lovely, really. It's it's a, it's really fun. You're just around a bunch of creatives and we're all coming together to do a project for the sake of art and expression. Like, it, it's a beautiful thing. I do just think sometimes you can get on set and after the whole lovely whirlwind comes, and then it's like, ooh, <laughs> oh, snap. Like, I, I'm okay. I'm working. Okay, okay. You know, you kind of can experience a little doubt or worry because now you have an entire film crew, a production and studio that said yes to you to fulfill a role. You know, it can feel a little pressurized, but just remember that, yes, you were selected by these people to fulfill this job. So whatever you brought to the table really just made sense and meshed well with everyone creatively involved. So trust yourself and also just be willing to play, you know. It, like I said, it's great to prepare your work, obviously. Always come prepared. But it's also nice to know that you you, you know it all, right? That's the part. That's the nice thing about preparation is that you know your way. You know how, you know to recite these lines that are affecting to you. But on the drop of a hat, if you're in a moment and your scene partner delivers something in a different way or their director directs him to do something or them to do something, you can still go with the current. You know, you can move along. And, and so that's what I mean when I say be willing to play. Yes, you know, it... It, it is work, but being open on set is huge. When you feel comfortable, confident in yourself, that energy can be so contagious on a set. And if you and your scene partners feel comfortable, you have so much more room to explore and try things 
within these scenes. So I just want to say that because it can take as it can take hours to film one scene as well. So that's nice to know that you can loosen up a little bit and just enjoy the process. Try and be as present as possible. Um, because when you're on the set, it, it, there's a lot going on and, and you don't, at least I didn't, I never really thought about the energy on set, but you know, you got people on walkie talkies, you got cameras in your face, you got sound, you know, makeup, hair touching you up, you know, your, your own mic pack going on. You're trying to remember your lines. Something else is going on. There's a lot going on. So definitely just remembering to kind of ground yourself, whether that be through touching things on set or having like a, a moment of breath where you take like three big deep breaths whatever it is, just to bring you back so that you can be as present as possible. Um, and also these are moments that you want to remember. So be present, you know, have fun. Um, when it's time for the episode to air, you really do have to let it go, (laughs) especially then. Don't feed off what people say negative or positive. Reading into the comments and getting obsessed with that stuff can really be unhealthy, you know? And there's a difference with constructive criticism and then just someone making a, a random comment, you know? I I actually have a whole episode up about constructive criticism, so feel free to check that out. Um, now, folks, as we come to an end... I just want to say that there is no right or wrong way with this business. How I got to where I am is nothing alike to anyone else's experience. And I can tell you that full heartedly. There is no one and only blueprint. So someone else might, you know, get X amount of jobs to get them where they want to be, right? And it may only take you one. It doesn't make you any better or them any better. It's just that we all are separately on different paths. Simply put, we're all on our own path. So learn to enjoy that rather than trying to manipulate it to look like someone else's. You don't want to be someone's clone. You don't. You don't. You know you don't. You know, okay? (laughs) That takes away the whole point. The whole point of the arts and of acting. It's an art and art is subjective and personal at the same time. So... The theory of the week is this. Allowing your path to unfold will lead you to your best outcome. You are doing great. Okay? Continue to prepare, but know when to let go. Let loose a little and just play. Remember to have some fun with it. Be a human. Don't be afraid to mess up. 
or not be perfect. We're humans. That's just what we do naturally. Take a deep breath. You've got this. It's all coming together exactly how it's meant to be. You're exactly where you're meant to be. You're right on time. Don't lose sight of what your heart is telling you is true. Okay, I hope this was therapeutic and uplifting for y'all because it was for me, for sure. (laughs) I had a lot of fun with this. I love you all so much. All so, so much. Remember, Fantasy Island is back on tonight, folks, 9 p.m. EST. Um, and then catch up on Hulu. Our uh, All our episodes for season two are already up there. So, you know, I shall see you tonight. And I shall also see you next week. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.